Welcome to the Lights On Show. I'm your host, Jacob Morissette, and this is a podcast about self-development. In this week's episode, I talk with Riley Schneider, another high school kid who's a friend of mine. In this week's episode, we talk about the role of leadership, taking risks, and expanding our thought processes. If you guys enjoy this episode and it brings some value to your life, please be sure to follow me on Twitter at lights underscore show and leave a rating on whatever listening platform you are on. Just a quick little disclaimer before we start, Riley and I are both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and in this episode, we do mention a few things uh, that evolve around some religious stuff, so if you guys do not want to listen to it or you, for some reason, don't have the wanting to understand our perspectives, um, don't get mad, just don't listen to this episode, maybe it's not for you. However, I still do recommend this. We talk about a lot of other things in our developing lives. So I hope you guys are still able to get something from it, even if you don't agree. And we'll just jump right into it. Riley Schneider, how do you feel right now? feel pretty good, pretty good. You getting a little nervous? Maybe a little, but it's all right. What were you first thinking when I asked you to do this? Like, what were your, like, hmm, why is this kid asking me to, to do this interview with a podcast? What do I have to offer? I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of like, thought you were going to... I mean, talk to me about church stuff, talk to me about political stuff, um, but I mean, honestly, I was excited. I was like, podcast, bro, I get to get in this podcast with him, and I was I was excited for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited too, so um, just to kind of give the audience uh, a little perspective on who you are, um, just kind of describe who you are, things you like to do, um, what are you going to do in a couple of years, because uh, just a little background, we're both high school students, so obviously we're not like these professionals I've been talking with where it'd be like, oh, he works for Salesforce, or he does this, that, but uh, it's still good to understand the uh, person's perspective, so just kind of run down who you are, what you like to do, all that type of stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, my name's Riley, again. Um, I have a big family, a really big family. Um, seven siblings. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. I love, love having a big family. Um, I have a job, work at the little gym at Puyallup. Um, been there for about a year and a half now. Uh, just basically teach gymnastic skills to little kids. That's super awesome. Um, I love to hike with friends and of course family. Um, I've done Mount Adams before, Mount St. Helens. Um, that's a big hobby of mine, I would say. Um, in the future, I'd probably, uh, I have a pretty good, uh, kind of rundown of what my plan is, um, for the future. And probably the most important part of that right now is, uh, getting on my mission. Um, I'm planning on leaving on my mission around, uh, September is the plan. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of preparing for that right now and then also for college and receiving the Melchizedek priesthood yeah um, which is going to be awesome I'm excited about that. yeah I'm excited too I remember I know, Bishop right? Brown's like yo you excited for this like you ready like he's like dude study up on it get to like get hyped about it. I was like dude I'm getting hyped exactly right it's I'm crazy yeah it's gonna be awesome just that that power you know is amazing it, it um, is really awesome so yeah that, that's basically me all right, and just for people that maybe don't know what we just talked about, so we're both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're no longer called Mormons. Yes, we have no been asked longer. to not call that, not mm-hmm. call ourselves that. Is, uh, it's a slang term, kind of disrespectful, so just yeah. enlightening, letting you guys know Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or um, just otherwise known as Mormons if 
know, but yes, yes, Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, that's what we are. Yep. Um, and we're both part of it. Um, we love it too. So real quick though, on the mission, what kind of made you decide to go on a mission before college or like, was that a set decision that you already had or <laughs> was there a process that you went into? Because I think that the decision to picking on what you want to do specifically after high school is not just a question for members of our church to ask themselves. It's a, it's a question for everyone, right? Cause some exactly. people, they don't know if they want to go into trade school. They don't know if they want to go into peer, uh, not Pierce, well, Pierce is a community, but they want to go into community college and then four year, they want to go directly into a four year. So what was the process for you specifically? Um, you know, preparing and getting ready for my mission. I personally, always kind of knew that I was going to go on my mission right out of high school. Yeah. It was once I heard that, you know, you could go out of 18 once you turn 18 because that, that changed about four or five years ago um, from 19 uh, for men. Um, and so it's my it was then my plan to leave right off my mission out of high school. Um, and I uh, really wanted to do that because, um, first off, of course, it was my plan. Um, all along and two um, right now I think about it as if uh, I don't know exactly what I want to do in college yeah. and I've heard so many people talk about how after their mission they kind of changed what they wanted to study in college um, so I'm hoping that my me- mission will give me a little bit of guidance on what I need to be doing and what more importantly my Heavenly Father wants me to be doing yeah absolutely um and so, yeah, that's kind of why I want to go right out of high school and not attend college first, just so I can really get a good idea of what I want to do in life. Yeah. So for you, it's almost like it's like adulting. Mm-hmm. Some people have a lot of different ways to ad- adult. And I think the answer to my question was think about what is going to give you that adulting, that adulting experience. Mm-hmm. and a mission is most I mean you're getting thrown out <laughs> to some random yeah. place mm-hmm. i mean pretty much outside of your will and told to preach the gospel to yeah. knock on people's doors and meet new people how many times people get re um, um moved around like different areas probably like once every couple months yeah a couple months sometimes you can stay up to six months i've heard of people leaving within like three or four weeks um, so. so it's dependent but it it's just a huge slap in the face of reality, but it also, is. you know, for, for the good of, <laughs> of, I mean, w- obviously we believe that it's, you know, for the good of, of everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really, and I've talked about that a lot actually. So I think it's really cool that in a lot of the episodes that I've recorded with people, they talk about the change in themselves from service work. Yeah. Um, my episode with my old Spanish teacher, she talked about how being a leader, changed what she wanted to do she was a mm-hmm. deca leadership advisor uh person that changed her into becoming or wanting or enjoying becoming a teacher same thing with miss olsen she did the same kind of my uh a push teacher she yeah. she was a, a leader and a mentor to a lot of people mm-hmm. and she talked about leadership boom changed her life completely yeah so I, that just that's really cool to to continue to hear this pattern of leadership yeah exactly and personally you know i you everyone has their struggles and i believe that with a mission um i will be able to overcome some of my struggles that i have personally um and that'll better um permit prepare me for uh college 
So that's also another reason why I'd say I'm, I want to go on that mission first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then what about in like college? What's your like thought process on um, after after you go on your mission, obviously, but what are you excited to go for? Like, I know I'm excited to go to college because it's not the same as high school, right? We all have these struggles in high school. It's really annoying to do all this stupid stuff. Yeah. But um, specifically for you, what are, what do you think you're most excited to do? Obviously, you can't predict what type of person you're going to be after exactly. your mission. Yeah. But as of now, what do you think you're going to enjoy about college? Yeah. Um. So since I'll be off my mission, one thing um, is, of course, you know, kind of really getting your life started, you know, becoming your own person. Um, I plan on in college having my own family like that is something that I've always known is yeah. ha- I'll, I'll have a family while I'm in college. Um, and so that, again, is a huge part for me because that's been a dream for me having a family of my own. And of course, I love my family. Yeah, now, especially with, with seven siblings. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's and so, of... yeah, I want to be the I want to be the father of seven siblings, if you know what I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. And so. Kind of along those lines is how I'm feeling, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you just recently got back from D.C. Are you wearing what shirt? Are you wearing a D.C. shirt right now? No, no I'm not wearing D.C. Oh. It's it's a whole different shirt. It's all right. All right. Well, what do you think of D.C.? Yeah. Um, so I'll start off last um, spring break, spring break of 2018. I went to Ireland. Yeah. Um, and that was just out of this world experience. Uh, I loved it so much. It was one of the most, I would say, most beautiful places on the earth. Of course, I haven't been very many places, but... Pretty nonetheless. Um, yeah. And it was just amazing. Beautiful, wonderful people. Um, All-around amazing place. And so this spring break, I got the opportunity to go to D.C. Um, and I guess I was kind of accept, uh, expecting the same thing. And I guess... Also, that's kind of wrong of me because it's a total different place, yeah. different people, you know. Completely. Exactly. So I was definitely thinking along the lines of, oh, it's going to be as great as Ireland. And really it wasn't. It was different. It was historical, um, and it was just all around different. Um, and because of that, I think it made the experience kind of off and weird. But yeah, it's still super cool because I, I mean, I got to saw the Declaration of Independence, um, all the the National Mall they have there, all those museums are all amazing um, and cool to see. But it was just an awkward experience, I guess, but still amazing. Yeah, I, I think this kind of goes with like always exposing yourself to new to new things and, and yeah. that beauty is always in the eye of the beholder. Like, mm-hmm. um. But not only that, but, like, every place is unique for its own reasons, right? Yeah. Uh, I remember you talked to something about how Washington, D.C. wasn't as, like, um, picture-perfect as you thought it might be. Yeah. Um, but And then you talk about how Ireland was maybe picture-perfect. It was yeah. just a beautiful place, lots of... I mean, isn't it, like, really green, rolling so, hills? So just, green hills, rocks that are beautiful, um, everything's just so old and sacred i guess it's just like a, rustic it was, yeah it's just exactly nice. it's just amazing um but that kind of shows that everything has relevance at least yeah. that's like everything is relevant and just the way like you're it's almost like your attitude that yeah. you have about it mm-hmm. can change on 
whatever it is yeah in that sure. sense um that's awesome i love uh i love traveling it's yeah. awesome have you where have you been i have been to hawaii i have oh, yeah. been to um florida mexico this summer uh for my senior trip we're taking a cruise around europe oh, so we're gonna be going to place. barcelona uh provence france rome some like there's like a little island right in the middle of like the um peninsula of europe yeah it's you know what i'm talking about it's like that little dot no one really knows the name of i don't i, I bet i on a map I yeah bet you I could, could look it at out, it you know? but so we're doing that <clears throat> and i've been to like many states like oregon obviously idaho um california i think i already said florida yeah um utah like all those places and mm-hmm. I just love it. I love being able to see different cultures, try different foods. Yeah. I love Hawaiian food. Oh, Hawaiian food, really? cool pork, ooh, spicy, good with some like cool pork, um, with rice and uh, what? What do they steam it with? They steam it with um, cabbage. Maybe, cabbage. Maybe it's ca- I, I think I, it's cabbage. I bet it's cabbage. Yeah, I think it's cabbage. I've never been to Hawaii, oh, dude. I wish, man. I dude, wish. Dude, it is beautiful. Really, and you put a little bit of sriracha sauce on that. Ooh, ooh I. It is great. Really. One place I would love to visit though would be the East Coast. I love to go visit DC. Yeah. Or or New York mm-hmm. or um Boston, even though people are kind of rude. But yeah. Being a tourist I think is different obviously than living there. Of course. Um Yeah, I'd love to go do that. It'd be so cool. Yeah, and it you know, I bet it's different from DC from New York, you know. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to New York. It's where my one of my favorite shows is based uh, friends you know <laughs> you're Amazing. one of those basic oh, yeah. white people <laughs> you love friends i love friends um haven't watched it very much recently but used we, we, to be we all super get busy you know? exactly yeah. exactly um but definitely there's different group of people groups of people you have the upper class uh that you know white uh, suits white shirts walk briefcases i yeah. mean white collar workers exactly and, and then you got your average you know security guards and it's just kind of all separated almost but really good still i mean it was just an awesome experience yeah um kind of going back to the missions i always kind of uh imagine my mission going on the east coast like really? that's kind of where i want to go i remember yeah. you talked about how you'd love to just go You'd like to go to the corner of the earth. Yeah, man. If that's where God wants you to go. That's where I'm trying to go. I would love, (laughs) don't get me wrong, if God sends me, Heavenly Father sends me to Arkansas, I'm going to Arkansas and I'm excited about it. But, I mean, if God sends me to New Zealand, man, I'm excited about that too, you know? Yeah. So, I think I'm kind of the opposite way. You know, I'll go anywhere (laughs) if he wants me to go. I'll be hyped. Yeah. If I had to pick, I want to go. I want to go to the East Coast. Yeah. I want to go on that. Like the thirteen OG colonies kind of experience what it's oh, like. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm there for sure. Um, I don't know, but um, I don't know what. what how you feeling about graduation, bro? How you I mean? We're we're there. Oh yeah, we're there, man. It's it's scary, but I mean, it's exciting. It feels good, you know. Like we're becoming men. Exactly <laughs> right. It's, oh, I'm so excited, and you know, it's just one step closer to. Um, you know, those goals of getting on a mission, going to college, starting a family. Having seven kids. Having, <laughs> having seven or eight kids, I yeah, man. A ton of kids. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I mean, family is, is so important, especially, yeah. like, it's just like, I don't know, I, I get really, like, passionate about the subject, but, yeah. um, I mean, you and I have both come from similar roots, you know, our fa- our um we come from a non-nuclear family, so mm-hmm. our parents uh, got split, and we had to exactly. be brought into one. But mm-hmm. 
it's like uh, it's just it really i mean i'm not saying that i would change anything because i am the person i am now because of the trials i've been through mm-hmm. like that's a huge thing we always talk about exactly. in church right we, everyone has their own specific trials for their reason to grow up to be the person heavenly father wants them to be yeah but it's still one of those things like if i can give my kids something better oh, you best believe i'm going to yeah exactly and so i i have that same i mean i don't want to have um seven kids but i want to have that same idea of Mm -hmm. starting a family and having it be a rock right building my house on the rock and not allowing storms to wash it off the sand you know yeah man totally agree um about if you guys know what i'm talking about please uh leave a comment on youtube or anything like that because that'd be awesome if you guys know what i'm talking about yeah you know what i'm talking about the you know build your house upon a rock and build it to the sand yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't spoil (laughs) don't spoil won't spoil yeah but yeah, I would. I would just like that's something that I have thought about really recently. Well, not really recently, but like really intensely, at least in the past year. Yeah, because uh, you know, I, I've gone through this one eighty almost flip. You have, yes, it's, it's pretty it's substantial, quite incredible, I believe. Um, so, would you like me to talk about it as a perspective from someone else? I mean, I like to go. I mean, obviously, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, what, what do you kind of think about that? I, yeah. I kind of run it down a little bit, so you guys kind of know. I was kind of an idiot before. I <laughs> didn't really like the church. I kind of had this negative attitude a lot mm-hmm. of the time. I wasn't really paying. I mean, I play a lot of video games. I wasn't really prioritizing. I mean, nothing wrong with video games, but it wasn't the priority that I had. So basically, <laughs> I just didn't have very good priorities. I was kind of rude. I was, I was, <laughs> I was pretty rude to people. It was, it was honestly one of the most, uh, I'd say, personal and personally like empowering things to see the change come through someone like you because usually with someone such a uh harsh i mean i was i was pretty bad yeah it was it was a little (laughs) bit bad i was pretty harsh i'm gonna be honest yeah you were a little bit mean at some times but i kind of thought it was funny so but like being able to see that someone with such like a harsh belief and kind of almost like resistance to something being fully like pull that 180 as you were saying and just really be surrounded by the gospel now and you know like it's just such an empowering thing i think to to be able to see and watch you grow from something where you said you you basically hated the church to now you you can't wait to serve a mission. You I can't. Know? Yeah, I can't wait to continue to grow. And I mean, like when I started seminary in the mornings, it was mm-hmm. awesome. I love going to seminary. Yeah. Whenever we have our little two-hour late starts on Wednesdays, I hate it. Like yeah. today we had it. We had, we didn't have seminary. I'm like, yeah. Dang, it, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I know. I w- I walked in and I was like, oh, they don't have seminary on Wednesdays. I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I know it's it's super awesome and just amazing. Yeah, it's it's. You know, but though it's it's not just me inspiring you; it's me being able to like we're not alone on this. Like, no one in the entire world is alone on any issue they've ever had. Yeah, I think specifically we talk about this gospelly. Uh, I always say scripturally, we always talk about you know Jesus atoned for our sins; he's mm-hmm. been there, done that. But specifically to relate to everybody that doesn't even want to believe in those things, people have gone through issues. That we've all gone through. Yeah. And so bringing this back to my 180 flip is I learn continually from people like yourself who mm-hmm. also say they're excited to go on a mission. Yeah. And I just have to hear that testimony about it. And yeah. even though maybe it's not the same crazy conversion story thing yeah. I had, it still pulls me in. It's still yeah. so 
awesome to be able to hear people's passions and mm-hmm. hear what they have to say. I, that's just something that I've always been really into. I love going to yeah. firesides. I love going, you know, general conferences here. Was, oh, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I never realized how awesome general conferences. Yeah, man, it's, it's amazing. So empowering, you know? It's just so... I've said that word a few times now, but it is. It is powering. It is. It's awesome. It's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I just got told. I'm kind of an idiot, but I I can fix it. You know? <laughs> like sometimes they really be roasted us, but yeah. it's so it's not. It's, I mean, roasting's have a bad way of putting it, yeah. I think. But it's it, it's like it's just like it's like an eye opener. It's yeah. a lights on show. When they yeah. um who said it? Who said it? Holland? He said that um we should be more aware of us arriving to church late. We should um mm-hmm. you know, get there a little earlier. Try to kind of get in the feel of it. Yeah, like five minutes before we start. Mm-hmm. And I know that's something my family struggles with, and I've kind of talked to them about it. Like, hey, come on, let's you know, let's try to um, be, be a little earlier. Yeah, and it's like that lights on moment. Like, you know what, this guy's right. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one thing about a testimony um, that is so amazing is being able to hear that personal experience from someone else is so empowering for someone like me and you, you know, and even not just me and you for everyone. Uh, to hear everyone else's story behind that and their testimony of, you know, whatever they went through, whatever they're going through. Um, I just think it's super amazing, you know. It's just a lot of perspectives. When you exactly. – it, yeah, perspectives grow everything. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with going to different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. You go to different parts of the world, you learn, you grow, and you adapt. Yeah. You hear people's testimonies, you learn, you grow, and you adapt. Mm-hmm. So it's this continual cycle of learning and growing and and the benefits there are to doing that. Yeah. I recently uh, was able to attend a church in Tacoma, Washington uh, called the Champion Center. Um, And it was so different, I mean, from the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and how we do things from how they did things. Um, It was so different from our church, yet it was still so powerful, I thought, Um, because I believe that they are truly changing lives, um, and I think that's amazing for them, you know, Um, and it was impactful for me personally because I was able to see that second perspective, you know, Um, and I was able to see how other people grow through um, the gospel. The gospel, exactly. Not necessarily the gospel of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but um, the Christianity, I guess. Yeah, more of like um, a, of a you know, just kind of Bible-oriented um, curriculum. Yes, exactly. And that was, it was just very different, but still amazing. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, it was just, it was a cool experience for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing with, with having this podcast, just sitting down with people. I mean, I don't think this is like probably the longest conversation we've ever had. Yeah, yep, um, for sure. <laughs> and oh, cool. dude, yes, my last interview I had Miss Olson, yeah, my A push teacher. She gave me this tr- this book. I'm gonna go get it real quick. Okay, go ahead. It's a party. have a bookmark on it it's so all good I had to hold it all right it is called the lemon it is called the lemon tree sorry if you guys can't hear me all right it is called the lemon tree i'm okay. not sure how you pronounce it 
Sandy Tolan. Anyways, Lemon Tree does not give it justice because this book is awesome. So, yeah, little, little, little background. So, obviously, the Jews and the um, Arabs, they live in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Well, Jerusalem, Israel area, boom, bam. We kind of know that part of basic world history. They hate each other. Huge conflict. This book goes to the perspective of an Arab family and a Jewish family. Mm-hmm. And the... Um, obviously Israel was before World War II ish around that area. Yeah. Um, they were controlled by Britain and they were Palestine. It was all Palestine, not part of the Israel state. So it was just mm-hmm. Arabs that live in Israel. And um what else happened? Um so then after World War Two, the whole thing with the Nazis and they needed to have a Jew the Zionist movement appeared, which is the push for a Jewish state, aka modern day israel which is basically taken over by the jewish state and mm-hmm. less arabs yeah um but nonetheless so um the og so before war ii there was a house that was owned by an arab family it mm-hmm. had a lemon tree in the backyard of it um the family lived in it they played in it it was like their best friend and they had great memories in that tree because it's the same thing you were talking about how family is super important we were talking about that but yeah family is super crazy important you make lasting memories and you can do all these important things well this arab family was very involved with their family and they had so many memories tied in that lemon tree then the whole jewish immigration towards israel happened all of that that arab family got moved out of their house and then a jewish family lived in there same principle applied the jewish family had huge relations together and they were able to make their own memories from the lemon tree fast forward like 20 years something like that the arab and and so the story will go chapter to chapter between the arab perspective and the jewish perspective on the whole history of that situation Mm -hmm. and the whole book is really about learning from each other and then towards the end they ended up just compromising together and they ended up instead of hating each other which they did yeah i mean well their religions hated each other and all their neighbors yeah they're supposed to hate each other but they actually ended up just talking about the different memories they have with each of their families about Mm -hmm. the lemon tree yeah and it's such a simple book but it's so awesome and that's what my that's what my teacher was talking about she's like it shows it's such a radical not radical, but it's such a mm, what's that word? Um, like extensive idea of pers- of wanting to understand perspectives can change lives mm-hmm. because they became better people from that. It's just I'm like 120 pages through it right now, and I'm, yeah. it's, I've had it for low key a fat minute, and I don't not quite sure if my A push teacher will be listening to this or if she will be done with the book I borrowed her, but I'm not done with this one yet. <laughs> my bad. But it's so awesome. I. Yeah. Even though okay, if this was my book, I would lend it. I would lend it to you to read no, it. No, you're good. I'll... But if you like reading, I don't know if you're into reading. I mean, I'm big into reading the scriptures, and I'm trying to get into reading because I've been told from you about many good books. So oh yes, I'm gonna start looking into them. I would recommend this book. All right, it's literally about this idea of taking perspectives, growing, learning, and it's it's awesome. Plus, mm-hmm. it's history. I love history. I love. Yeah. I don't know. This may be the this the kind of one eighty flip on me, but I've always been super intrigued about the history of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, from I mean, when I was reading the Old Testament, it's literally so cool to like, you know, the they uh, with uh, Jacob and the sons casted. What was it Joseph? They casted. They sold Joseph to the Egyptians. Uh, what I brother believe, was it? I think it was. Joseph. I think it, I bet it was Joseph. I think it was Joseph, and like so, that whole history of learning it—I don't know—I was so fascinated. Yeah, it was just, just really cool to learn the history 
of the building of Israel, mm-hmm. and this is Israel, and mm-hmm. it just totally sucked me right into it. It was, yeah. it was awesome. I literally lose track of time in yeah. this book. It's crazy. That's awesome. I, I, I've yet to find a book where I can do that, so I'm going to look into it. I Just look it up on Amazon and check it out. Yeah. I will be asking you some quick questions off the top of my head yeah um at the end of this okay that kind of involve around this but okay nonetheless what are we gonna talk about now i don't know i might cut this part out i probably actually will cut this part out while we transition to what we're gonna talk about what are we at right now for time right like 30 minutes all right oh yeah yeah that's pretty good yeah it just it just literally it just it just flows right through yeah it does um yeah um wait you said you work at a gym I work at a the little gym, so it's not necessarily a gym. It's, I mean, I guess you could call it a gym for sure, um, but it's for little kids. So it's from three months to twelve years old, and I teach them gymnastic skills. Uh, so you, if you want to say you have a little kid uh, that's like six and you want to sign them up, um, you'd walk in and we'd say, "Hey, here are our class times. Here's our um, our uh, enrollment process." Um, what are your interests? What do you What are you trying to get out of it? Yeah, and of course, then we would share, um, of course, our like reasoning of why we do what we do, um, and try and get, of course, you know, having that customer service, and it's also business. You know, you're we're selling something. You're selling the the product of of getting kids involved in athletics. Exactly, and not just athletics, but uh, it's it's cognitive. It's uh, building their emotional and social skills with the other kids in class. Um, it's, you know, even um, learning new things like uh, we teach kids that would would be in a preschool. Um, and so we'll, we'll start with, like, letters. We'll even just teach oh, them letters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and this is where this, the little gym, is where they learned letters for the first time. Um, and so, you know, it's just kind of little stuff like that. Um, that we we teach and we talk about, but of course it's all gymnastics based. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing program. I would definitely recommend it if you have been interested or you've heard about it. Look into it for sure. I did not even know that was a real thing. Really? Like I thought when you talked about a little gym, like the little gym, I thought you were talking about a physically small gym that was just in you all up and like you like folded <laughs> towels or something like that. No, yeah, I teach I teach classes, so I usually have um, I teach classes Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, um, and I'll go in for about three or four hours um, and just basically teach the class. Um, there will be usually from about six to twelve kids in a class. Yeah. Um, and there's a theme, and it's it's all super awesome. Uh, it's very, um, I'd say, powerful for a young kid. Um, we we teach unity, you know, um, and just kind of becoming an all round better person is what we want to get out of them of them, and we want them. That's what we want them to become. Um, but yeah, it's an amazing job for sure. I love it for sure. So, just curious though. So, like when you when you interviewed for the job, did you have to like go through a certain like little course training? Because it seems like something that takes quite a bit of responsibility to be teaching little kids stuff. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, obviously, well, I know like that you're a good guy. You're not. You don't have any malicious yeah. intent. You're you're <laughs> yeah. a smart kid. You're willing to provide service. This is kind of like a service. I mean, even though you're getting paid for it, yeah, it's still it's, giving to the community. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, you love to do that type of stuff. You love family. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to like say you're disqualified to do it, but no, just no, curious, no. is there another type of um, enrollment or not enrollment? But is there another type of like? I mean, you can see what my, I'm trying to do with my finger. Yeah. But the audience can't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and for me personally, I kind of got into it easy. Um, my brother's girlfriend, they've been together for about five years now. Um, she is a program director over there um, at the Little Jim in Puyallup. And um, she uh, just kind of had an opening and was wondering if I wanted to apply because she knew... Yes. That I liked kids, you know. Um, she she knew all the things I just kind of stated about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll come talk to the owner, talk to the other program director, see if it's something that I want to do personally. Um, so I did that, and I walked in, and the owner is one of the nicest guys I know. Um, the other program director is so fun, so um, outgoing, and just an all-around amazing person. Um, and so I was, I was all in, I was excited. Um, and, and then with that, when training, um, it's kind of, you're trained by, uh, the program director directors. Okay. Um, so it's not like anything super big, um, but it's definitely a process. You know, I couldn't teach classes for a few weeks. I, I watched classes. I took notes. I, um, how to like prove yourself. Yeah, exactly. Prepared myself for, um, and proved myself to teach these classes um, and have uh, six to 12 kids in one class, and it's me and one other instructor. And we have to try and keep them focused for an hour and ha- try and allow them to have fun but also learn. Um, and that is something hard because some of these kids are um, that went to daycare for eight hours and they um, – they weren't really allowed to do anything. And so all they want to do is run, and they will want to run, and that's all they want to do is run. Yeah. And, of course, we allow that, but we also try and guide them to get that energy out in a way where they're still learning. Because if they're just running and running and running, they're still learning, of course, those fine motor skills with their hands at that young age. Um, but we want to, you know, really give them uh, what we have to offer. Um, and it's just... It's just an amazing process and and an amazing program. Uh, the little gym is an amazing internationally. It's a it's a wonderful program. So is it sure. actually is it across the country? Yeah, it's all over the country. Um, it started in Bellevue, Washington, actually. So, okay, so that's pretty cool. Then. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, so we're real close to where it started, but they're definitely they're all around. I know uh, there's a bunch down in California, Arizona. Um, I bet I wouldn't be surprised if there was some over even on the East Coast, New York, yeah, um, and stuff like that. But so what I'm getting right now is that if there are any parents listening to this, and you don't know what a little gym is, here it is. If you want to do, or if you think you, your kid could benefit from it, yeah, go for it. This is not paid for by the little gym, but <laughs> yeah, from what I'm hearing, it's 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 a really good experience. It, it is. It's kind of like it, it's kind of like um like a mission. Like, hey, this yeah. is a really good experience. Maybe you should try it out. Yeah. Um, and of course, every little gym's different. Uh, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're personally, not personally, they're each owned individually. Um, so, 
our little gym is owned by our owner, and the little gym down the street is owned by a different owner. We don't really have much contact with them. Yeah. But um, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping that other little gyms around the nation are like ours because I know that our little gym is amazing. It is, um, you know, where the kids can come to get their energy out and still have fun and learn and just, you know, be kids. Um, so I love my job and I'm so grateful for all of the people that have helped me be where I am today. And it's just an all around amazing experience. That's okay. Real quick. Yeah. So, uh, my last interview was a, was, was the teacher about teaching and mm-hmm. I don't want to try to make this episode focused on what it means to teach, mm-hmm. but being that you're technically a teacher, yeah. What are some things you might want to share about that experience you have? Like, what has it taught you? What has it helped you in your own studies? How has it helped you prepare for a mission? How has it helped you prepare for being a, an adult, a, a father? You don't have to give all those examples, but kind of like, yeah, kind of giving you some ideas because uh, that type of job is not the type of job that is taken lightly. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. for sure that you are probably soaking up everything you learn from that place like a sponge. Yeah. Same thing how I'm learning a whole bunch of stuff from the podcast. What are some things that you learn? from your job at the little gym of Puyallup. Yeah. So, I mean, first off, you know, I'm working with a bunch of little kids that I have never met. Absolutely. You know, I mean, of course I met them at some point. Um, excuse me. But, um, no, it's not like your kids. Yeah. They're parents that of course I've mingled with. I've got to know over the, uh, weeks that I've done this. Um, but, having that ability to talk to parents, uh, talk to someone about something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, and really it is preparing me for my mission because the little gym is something that I know helps people. And the church of Jesus Christ is also something that I know helps people. Um, and so in that way, I love my job. Um, it's also prepared me, uh, for I'd say even the the business world, um, that's kind of what I want to go into possibly um, in college is business, but being able to sell something and to um, kind of show them that you know we're we're more than just the little gym. We are a program that wants to help your kid. And it's something that we actually want to do. It's not just something that we were told to do. Um, And like just having that makes me want to own a business where I can sell something that I truly love. I, um, you know, believe in. It's hard to sell something, you know, that you don't believe in. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, it, you see this all over corporate America. People exactly. are just trying to come up with these stupid ideas. Yeah. And it doesn't go anywhere. That's And that's why I think the Church of Jesus Christ is such a powerful thing because in the Church of Jesus Christ, you have to find out for yourself if it's true, you know. And personally, I believe that this church is true and it helps me share the gospel um, knowing that it's true helps me share the gospel so much easier because I believe it. I know it's something that you live. Yes, with I live and through and, and in and, and love. Yeah. Um. And so, I mean, yeah, this job is just—it's an amazing job for sure. And I, I mean, 
don't really know what else to say, but it's just amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, more particular though, how do you like? How do you deal with little kids? Like, yeah, like how, like how? Like I always, find, I always find myself whenever you're at a restaurant and you hear that one little baby cry, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, stupid baby. Yeah. How can I maybe change that attitude? Because, uh, not only one, it's it kind of sucks to always have a negative attitude just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, obviously wanting to be a, a father of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, the, the experience will be a little different when I have kids and they'll be my kids or my kids as friends. But yeah, having, <clears throat> you know, when you become an adult, you're going to be exposed. You're never not going to be exposed to babies. It's going to be a constant, yeah. you know, all the time. All experience. your friends are going to be having babies. You're yeah. going to be having babies. So, just um, what would you recommend for me or for audience members or for someone on the street that's just having a tough time dealing with a child? Yeah. Um, one huge thing that even I have struggled with is patience. Patience is so important when it comes to little people that don't really know what they're doing, you know. Um, it's so important to um, kind of let them try and understand for themselves. Um, and it's hard to do that when you're always trying to tell them, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that, um, you need to be over here, not running over there. Um, but giving them that kind of opportunity to choose um, is super awesome as well. Um, I mean, one thing with kids is everyone I believe has the ability to change, and yeah. that's kind of like a huge staple of our church. Like the atonement, it yeah. literally means change. Yeah. Um, anyways, keep going. Sorry, <laughs> no, we're good. Um, but shoot, I lost my train of thought. Everyone has the ability to change. Yes, yes. Um, everyone has the ability to change, and so I believe that a kid. Even kids can change. So when I'm talking to a kid and I'm being patient with them and I'm, uh, you know, kind of bribing them but not necessarily bribing them, um, I'm trying to get them to come over and play with us instead of running over there where it might be a little dangerous. Um, I am inviting them to come and see what we have to offer, you know, what we want to, you know, in the moment teach them. Yeah. Um, and I think that if we keep that patience with them, they will be more likely to change. They will see like, oh, he he isn't bugged by me not listening or he isn't bugged um, by, you know, me doing this bad thing, but he is, you know, considerate. He knows that uh, it's what is best for me. And hopefully then they'll see that eventually. Maybe they won't. But, I mean, you just kind of have to hope let, for the best. Yeah, let the change happen. You exactly. Let them change that mindset Yeah. to want to take heed to you, mm-hmm. or maybe to understand the importance. Uh, yeah. And that with change, I mean, it's their choice to change. You yeah. can't force that upon them. And the more you do force it upon them, it's, it becomes harder for them. Um, because, you know, sometimes maybe if it's an older child, they become angry. Like when you yell at them about this and that. Um, and of course, I don't have kids. Um, but I mean, from from your perspective, from perspective of, the, of the little gym and the year and a half experience you've had there, yeah. I still say it's pretty accountable, more yeah. accountable than anything I'd have to yeah, say about exactly. it. Um, but I mean, other than that, it's it's just pretty awesome to be able to 
and even watch it, you know, to see that change in somebody is super, super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have less experience with that change, like seeing people change, but mm-hmm. seeing people's reactions, like seeing happiness from someone, which I think can come from change, right? My, my change was happiness, me going from the dark to the light as I would show my, explain, uh, I would explain it like that, right? My 180 flip, mm-hmm. um, but seeing an experience like that, like when you show someone a really cool photography photo or when you create something for someone or when you do voluntary service, you do volunteer service for, for like an old lady and she looks at her, at her lawn that you just worked up and she's like, wow. And like mm-hmm. being able to see an emotional response like that. Yeah. It's, re- it's, it's, it's awesome. And also with that, like you, you mentioned, you know, service basically, um, Service is one of the most powerful things out there, not just for the person that you're doing service for, but for yourself is one of the most, sorry, is one of the most um, empowering things personally. Um, It just kind of, it almost makes you vulnerable to certain things. And it's just, it's amazing. I love service. Um, I wish I would do it more. Um, But I I just had to say that. Sorry. No, no, for for sure. So. Uh, I'm going to kind of go through the quick questions now that we're at 45 minutes, the longest one I've had. Wow, that's, a, that's pretty awesome. You're making records, Riley. <laughs> so uh, I always ask these questions um, because it helps to get their perspective on these simple questions that we can easily uh, comprehend. But what's one thing that someone can do tonight? Well, not tonight, obviously, because I don't know when this I, this going to be released on Saturday, but whenever people listen to it. So whatever day people listen to this, what's one thing people can do, read, watch, um, think about um, before they go to bed tonight? So kind of a low um, commitment activity or Mm -hmm. thing that they can do that you would recommend for the audience to do? Just like anything. Anything. Just to do, to 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 better their life or? Anything. Uh, Small commitment. So Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say just make that that mental change of bettering yourself. You Before this, you were talking to me about how you uh, deleted social media and YouTube. Um, something like that. That is, I believe, personally changing that, taking that aspect out of your life and putting in something better like working out yeah, um, or reading a good book or studying the scriptures. Um, being able to make that decision saying, hey, I know I've got all these friends that they kind of uh, want me to talk to them on the daily. Um, You know, Snapchat, I know that's a big thing nowadays. Um, But being able to remove yourself from that and just say, but I know this will be good for me. It will help me in the long run. And being able to realize that and then delete it and, and get it out of your life is something super awesome. So if you can... Make that personal change, um, not necessarily fully committing immediately, but considering it even, um, kind of giving it a little bit of thought. What might come of it um, if you might disagree with me? Um, giving it a little bit of thought, you know, maybe even look into it a little bit. Um, but putting yourself outside of screens and in the real world, face to face with people, yeah. and face to face with you in a tree, even, um, yeah. I just believe that you and Earth and people are way bigger than screens. And even some people might consider face-to-face as 
a picture to a picture, you know, Snapchat. Yeah. And I just, I disagree. No, it's not, it's it's not, the, it's not same the same. Um, and so, yeah, just making that little personal change in your mind um, to to change, to um, possibly better your life um, in whatever way it might be. Um, and just kind of yeah, think about it, you know, and yeah. look into it. All right. So now longer commitment, like a um, 30-day challenge or a week <laughs> challenge or something that can extend or be um, activated on or done that is longer than a couple minutes, like what yeah. we just said. Because deleting social media is a super quick boom, boom, boom. Yep. You can delete it in 10 seconds. So mm-hmm. what's something longer that you would recommend? Um, I would say, like I said before, service. Um, making a commitment for yourself to do a good deed, not necessarily just a good deed, um, but to go and, I don't know, say it's a, December night and someone's uh, driveway needs shoveling before the morning. Um, you just go out there and you do it real quick. Um, and maybe you don't even tell the person that you did it for. Maybe you just do it just for you. And they wake up in the morning and they are like, oh, i got to shovel the driveway before and I done. leave for work. And they go outside to start shoveling and it's done. And you made their day. They're so happy. They leave for work with a smile on their face. Um, doing something like that every day, and it doesn't have to be that big, and it doesn't have to be that small. Um, you could do something bigger if you want, like a mission. Um, exactly, missions are huge. Um, just being able to commit yourself once a day, spending I don't know thirty minutes, maybe an hour, maybe fifteen minutes, um, every day for say a month, two months, and going out and communicating with people through charity and love and service um is such a powerful thing for me and i promise it'll be a powerful thing for you if you try and do that as well all right so now um what is a um book that you would recommend for people (laughs) (laughs) or or a, a reading type of material yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna full send this um, I think an amazing book is the Book of Mormon. Uh, I, dude, tell me how I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. One reason why I'm saying this is because it's one of the only books I've really read contently and like put my whole heart in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, missionary moment right here, right now. It's true. The Book of Mormon is true. I love it so much. Yeah. It changed my life, and it can change yours too. Yeah. So to me, I, it's another testament of Jesus Christ. Exactly. What's better than that? Another testament of Jesus Christ. It is not another Bible. No. It is It is another testament of Jesus Christ, and it is the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking this uh, almost hour wow. out of your day to do this. This is uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I really is, appreciate man. it, man. Definitely. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I really hope that everything's able to work out for you, and I'll be... I mean, we have preschool together. Yeah. I see you all the time. Yeah, we'll, so, I mean, we'll be in contact. We'll be in contact. Oh, but sure. anyways, uh, say goodbyes, and then that'll be the end of the, the episode. So, Peace out, everyone. Thank you. All right, once again, that was Riley Schneider in this week's episode. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. And please follow me on Twitter at Lights Underscore Show. And if you really enjoyed it, leave a comment on whatever listening platform you are on.